Hello and welcome to another Friday conversation. Today I'm talking to Charlotte Ashton, who is a employment and immigration solicitor at Farley's. So hello, Charlotte. Thank you for coming to talk to us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Hannah. Oh, you're very welcome. We've just been having a great chat, actually, before we hit record. So I'm hoping that Charlotte will share some of the stories she shared with me before uh, before we started in this interview. Um, but tell us a little bit about yourself, Charlotte. Who are you and what do you do? OK, so um, I'm an employment immigration solicitor. So I work at Farley's. I do four days a week normally and I do a wide range of employment matters for employers and individuals and also quite a lot of immigration matters. Um, particularly sort of focusing on international students and things like that. Um, so at the moment, you can imagine everything on both sides has completely turned upside down. A lot of employment inquiries, um, you know, with the furlough and things like that that are going on. And on the immigration side, a lot of people not really knowing what's going to happen because no one can travel anywhere. Um, so it's been quite challenging getting up to speed on both sides, um, but quite interesting and useful to sort of be able to try and help people through this um, and just obviously dealing with your own challenges of trying to work from home work around kids and uh, and that so it's been quite a busy hectic experience so far mm, absolutely no I, d I definitely hear that from from employment lawyers that I know and um, I think you might be the first immigration lawyer I've spoken to in the last few weeks so I can only imagine with those two things how, how busy you must be mm -hmm. um, so you, you mentioned obviously you just mentioned there the, the struggles about working from home how, how before lockdown how much did you tend to work from home is it something you do a lot or you'd only do on the odd occasion um yeah so probably quite a bit um I wouldn't work from home on a day just to work from home but because I'd be out and about quite a bit I might be going to different meetings or I might do sessions with students I would normally work from home around those days because it just means you can drop the kids off at school and be at home a bit more so I'd work maybe one day a week um but not sort of uh, you know formally or on a regular basis but that's normally what it would work out to so kind of used to it but not sort of all day every day for for a long period of time. Mm, so it has been quite a big sort of culture change as, as it were to be at home full time. Yes definitely and some days you really appreciate it and other days you're just kind of climbing the walls thinking you know you just want a bit of breathing space or just want to look at something different for a bit rather than looking at your same desk or looking at the same walls. Mm, definitely and, and who do you have at home with you? Who, who are you on lockdown um, with? So it's me and then my eldest daughter who is eight and my youngest child my son who is um coming up for six in, a, in about three weeks uh and a dog and a wayward hamster <laughs> <laughs> yes you, you you did share a story with me about the hamster and I'm hoping you might share it in a moment with us as well um when I ask about the highs and lows of your it can just be the last week or it can be lockdown generally mm. what have been the high points and the low points for you um so the high points were certainly the beautiful weather we've had and I prefer to work off a laptop so fortunately for me I've managed to get quite a bit of sun and that's been helpful because it means the kids have played outside I've been able to do emails and work through the initial weeks of lockdown when it was very very busy with employment inquiries everyone trying to work out what's going on I managed to deal with the stress by just working in glorious sunshine so mm. that was enjoyable um obviously difficulties have just been getting my head round the sort of changes constant changes to employment matters because the guidance seems to change every few days 
um, dealing with obviously situations that people aren't used to necessarily dealing with. So you're trying to help clients through things that are quite tricky and, you know, I don't want to use the word that keeps getting bandied around, but unprecedented. Um, mm. So trying to help people through those situations. Um, and the lows, just the odd sort of day where you just think, oh, you're doing it all again, getting up trying to make the kids get dressed, trying to give them the breakfast, trying to think about work. And you're doing all that without any kind of let up or just release of, you know, seeing colleagues who can just go out freely for a walk on their own in peace and quiet and enjoy the sunshine. Whereas your walk involves a dog chasing, you know, a horse or trying to roll in poo or trying to rub its face in a dead pigeon. <laughs> um, kids who want to walk different directions or fight each other with sticks. So yeah, our daily exercise can be a little bit challenging sometimes. Um, so that's probably the lows and the, and the low of just bashing your head against a brick wall when you're trying to get them to do any kind of schoolwork when they just don't want to because they're home and home isn't school. Home is just, you know, relax, play, play with my toys and watch useless YouTube videos. Oh, it's not just my children that want to spend all day watching useless YouTube videos. <laughs> no, uh, and it has its uses for when... Um, you know, when you've got a really busy day, I don't think I saw my son one day, I just heard him go downstairs at about nine o'clock. And by the time I just surfaced at about four, he was just sat surrounded by snack wrappers, watching, I don't know, six, seven hours of YouTube. And I walked in and said, Oh, I've missed you today. I've really missed you. I'm so sorry. And he turned around and just said, um, uh, he just turned around and said, where's my phone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But can I have your phone? That was it. So just as, uh, you know, true to life, get interrupted. One child asking where the other child is. I mean, you know, they could have taken it upon themselves just to walk downstairs and have a look. But no, to interrupt <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I know um, when we started the call, we, we, we were comparing notes and so much sounds similar to, to our house. I'll say not just the YouTube videos, but the amount of brioche we are getting through. Yeah. Um, totally agree with you on that. I'm, I'm buying, you know, the three that you were allowed to buy um, <laughs> in one go every time I go to the shop and we still run out by the end of the week. Um, but yes, it's, uh, it, it's very much, I think, getting through this however we can. And I, I think you agree with that from the conversation we had earlier. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I started with sort of grand plans of, well, I'll, I'll start a bit early, then I'll take a break to do homeschooling, then I'll do some more work, then we'll have lunch together. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. It works on a Monday when we're all kind of fresh to the week and we think, right, we've had two days of just sheer laziness let's let's try and push today and by Wednesday it's completely petered out no one wants to do any work the kids don't really want to get dressed they're climbing the walls because they just want to go somewhere and do something different you know they they hate the fact they can't go to parks and just kind of tear off some energy that way um so I just think there's no point in persisting with something that's going to make everyone in the house miserable and create a really stressful atmosphere when you're already trying to do work so work in itself can be stressful anyway. Why then deliberately make everyone around you grumpy so that you're having a harder time to do your job? It just doesn't seem worth it. Mm, no, absolutely. So I think you mentioned earlier as well, you know, it is about protecting our mental health as much as we can. I mean, and my view is certainly the best thing we can do in this situation is to come out of this um, as, as mentally healthy as we possibly can and the same for our children. Oh, definitely everyone's going through something which no one has really gone through before 
So we're all adjusting, even if we don't feel like it's particularly getting to us. I think that's because we're kind of using our brain power to rationalise it a bit um, and keep ourselves calm through it. And I think that takes energy to do that. So then when you start adding things on top, like, well, my kids are going to do their spellings perfectly this week, every single day, and we're going to do all the activities school have set us, and we're going to take photos and email school and tell them how wonderful we're doing. Once you add that pressure on, you don't really have that brain energy left to deal with it. And I think certainly for me, it just makes me tense and snappy. It means the kids are then less likely to do stuff that I want them to do. And it's just a downward spiral. So I think it's much better for us, certainly, that we have a few days where it's, you know, they do what they want and I just get on with work. So that when it when it comes to the end of the day, we're not all just snapping at each other and, and tired and grumpy. Mm, yeah no no I absolutely agree I think um yeah I for, for me personally we, we we do a bit of homeschooling so that we've got a bit of structure but that's as much for, for my benefit as theirs mm. so that I know that that, that you know they're not going to go too crazy because they've had a bit of structure in the day um yeah. but at the same time you know like you say it's just not worth the battles with them when yeah. there's, there's so many other important things that we've got on the back of our minds even if they're not at the front of our minds they are there at the back of our mind worrying about the, the whole situation and, and what yeah. the future holds etc um even if we don't realize it i think it's still there yeah definitely i think i think it's that not realizing i think um before before the school shut before we were put into lockdown it was quite a nervous time and i remember being the sort of lockdown decision happening and actually thinking the next day i actually feel okay about this because there's nothing now for me to decide i just everyone's in the same boat i just have to get on with working as best I can around this situation and it totally took a load off my mind I stopped checking the news constantly for coronavirus updates and it calmed me down a lot that having that kind of um any any sense of control of the situation taken away but I do think that just drains you quite a bit and then it's just about getting through this whole um lockdown situation trying to stay as calm as possible um and you know putting putting pressures on yourself um and and the pressure out there as well to um oh you should be you should be spending all your free time taking up a new craft or doing a hobby or learning something online and you think sometimes it's all you can do in a day just to get to the end of it and and sit down and breathe a sigh of relief i think there's a lot of very unhelpful stuff floating around out there telling everyone what they should be doing in lockdown whereas really i just sort of I see how I feel in the morning. If I wake up and feel super productive, I think, right, I'll get up, immediately start work so that I know I can take a bit of time off during the day to do some homeschooling. Some days I wake up and don't have the energy and I think, right, that's it. We won't do homeschooling today. I'll work a normal set of hours and we'll just kind of plod through the day and have our walk at lunchtime. And I, and I think that's, that's fine and that's what works for me. I don't need every day to be the same. I don't need it to be this big routine, which is what I thought I might do. I've actually found that just going with how I feel on a day um, helps me more. Um, and certainly talking to friends, they all seem to be having the same sort of swing in emotions of how they feel in a day. They might feel really, you know, happy to be working from home and loving going out for their walk. And other days they might just think, oh, I just want to sit on the sofa and eat 10 magnums or something. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that, that, that 
that fits with what people have been telling me the last few weeks. It's it's so true. I think for some people, they they want to do you know more of the the structure and the routine and keep things the same. And for mm. others like you, they're finding it it works better differently. And I think this is the thing: we've all got to find what works best for us. There's yeah. no one size fits all. This is what you should do. Mm. Um, I mean, yes, there's plenty of you know suggestions I give to people, and I know at the start of lockdown, the suggestions I was giving were, were different to what I would say now because we're seven yeah. weeks in and people are in a very different place now than they were seven weeks ago um and it changes almost weekly you know the way people feel and what they feel able to do and want to do so it's it's i love what you're saying that people should really listen to, to themselves and what works yeah. for them yeah. and that's what they should do and that's all that matters really yeah Mm. I, I loved your your story you shared before about uh, what can go awry when you're on client oh. phone call so, <laughs> so share that story with us oh well obviously I just, when you're working from home you sort of say to the kids right I now need to go and really concentrate for a couple of hours just leave me in peace you know help yourself to snacks help yourself to drinks do whatever you need to do do not interrupt me so particularly <laughs> if I'm going on a call I will then go and see them separately and say I am about to phone someone. You cannot come and talk to me. You must leave me in peace. And for the most part that works. And then every so often something will happen. Um, and last week, I think it was, uh, I was speaking to a client and my daughter ran in absolutely hysterical, red face, tears, trying to catch her breath. And she'd been setting up a very intricate playground obstacle course for the hamster in the bath having left the door open on the hamster cage and turned her back to the hamster um obviously it got a sniff for freedom did a bunk ended up trapped in some paneling behind the toilet so i had to say to the client i'm really sorry i really need to go my daughter's trying to tell me something i'm not quite sure it is i really really apologize for this i will phone you back immediately and he said go 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 you know i understand what it's like so off i went uh had to eventually get a pot of chocolate spread, um, a screwdriver, hammer, demolish part of the bathroom to get the hamster back and put the hamster back in the cage and lock the cage with extra binder clips so the hamster couldn't get out again uh, and then ring the client back. Unfortunately, they have a lot of pets themselves. So they said they completely understood and it's now become a bit of a running joke between us. Um, but it's just that mortifying moment. And you think, gosh, there could have been, you know, there could have been a client that just really did not appreciate that at all. But I feel like at least everyone's in the same boat. So, you know, if it's not you having these disasters, it's probably someone else. Um, and the hamster now has an enormous new cage, which it spends half its life in and half its life back in the old cage because it's making too much noise. <laughs> so this hamster's now the bane of my lockdown life. And, oh. Yeah, I don't think I'd get another one. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's so interesting, isn't it? I mean, that there'll, there'll be so many funny stories come out of this, no doubt. Um, but I know the first three years, like, because I work from home a lot and have done over the last eight years, but for the first three years or so, I did used to try and hide the fact that A, I was at home and B, the yeah. children were sometimes in the background. And I remember going to such length, you know, I'd be in the ensuite bathroom, um, you know, budged up against the door so no one could come in because I wanted to maintain this professional air that yeah. I wasn't at home and there weren't children around. And I remember once um, one client did sort of hear one of the children and said, oh, is that one of your children? And, um, you know, it turned out that he had a six, he was a single dad to a 16 year old son. And, you know, we never would have got to know each other like that. And this is a client yeah. that, you know, I've, I've now had for the last five or six years. And he always asks after the family and I ask after his. 
yeah. I think as you say, we, 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 in the past, we maybe have tried to hide these things. Right now we can't. I mean, it's not yeah. possible. <laughs> but everyone's <laughs> accepting it. And I wonder whether we'll go back to the old norm or whether things have changed. Yeah, I think it helps sort of humanise you as well, particularly as a lawyer. Sometimes if people are phoning you and they're thinking, oh, I have to phone my solicitor and it's, you know, it's a necessary evil, they might think you're there just to tell them, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, you've got to do this big document and follow all these procedures. So I think it helps them understand that actually you're a person as well, you're having the same problems as they are, you've got the same concerns as they have, so you want to do the best sort of job for them. So uh, <clears throat> I think that kind of helps as well because you're not just this sort of boring legal robot, you're actually a person who's trying to spin as many plates as they're trying to spin. Um, including a hamster one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. We are human. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it, it will be so interesting. I'm still trying to get my head around how, how things will be different when we go back, but it'll be very interesting to see um, yeah. the way the career, the way the, the, way the profession goes. Um, I think as well, we had such, this was such an instant thing, pretty much. When, when everyone got told, right, you can't go into the office or you shouldn't go into the office. Um, such a big change happened overnight and when they're talking about easing restrictions and you know eventually we might get some news that certain restrictions can be lifted it will be such a slow process that something will develop out of that and I don't think we certainly can't ever go back to how things were and I think you know there's probably a lot of women out there um, or a lot of people with you know additional needs or have needed this kind of flexibility who think right i've i've probably had to fight quite a few years to get to that point and instantly overnight a lot of a lot of places and a lot of employers could change everything because suddenly it affected everyone so i think for the other employees out there who've not really thought about flexible working before or doing things like that it might be something that um they now all are interested in it a bit more and wanting to do things differently so hopefully you know we'll just sort of develop organically into this new way of working uh, where everyone gets to work a little bit more the way they want to rather than traditionally what might have been a kind of you must be in the office nine till five job yes or even just the preserve as it used to be of, of you know parents or and yeah. mothers in particular who who you know traditionally wanted the flexible working and then obviously that was reflected in our pay and our prospects and things but yeah. yes I mean how many people whether they've got children or not you know um will want to have that flexibility now that they've had it to, to take yeah. up a hobby or go for a walk once a week or, or whatever it is um it, it may change the landscape yeah for, for everyone really it's um very interesting we will we yeah. will see what happens in coming months um i'd love to know what what have you learned that might be useful for others over the over this lockdown period um well certainly just the thought of instead of planning everything out to the, you know, minute detail of how a day is going to go or how a week is going to go, just relaxing a bit more and actually seeing how you feel on a morning as to what, you know, how you're going to work that day. Um, listening a bit more to what the people within your house are telling you. So if you're going into your kids and saying, right, you need to do maths and English and they're just distraught and it's not just them usually dragging their heels, but they're actually struggling because they know they should have been on holiday now or they know that they should be playing with their friends in the park or something and actually they're missing that sort of listening a bit more and being a bit more in tune with what's going on around you and just adapting to that rather than 
rather than thinking I've made this plan this is what's expected of me to get you know get this homeschooling done or or it's expected that we should be doing Joe Wick's PE or something like that you know looking at what other people are doing instead of doing that just sort of getting a feel for what's what the mood is in the house and following that mood and if that mood is pajamas youtube and brioche that's fine by me if it keeps everyone quiet <laughs> I, I i absolutely love that um and i think it will come at the right time for so many people because in the last week i think there's a lot of people who need to hear that so i think that's a, a really good point to it's make a very long stretch to stick to very you know the idea of homeschooling your children to the extent of schooling they would be getting in in school and following all the I mean I've lost count now of the people doing free Instagram lessons free YouTube lessons BBC Bite Size Education City YouTube this and that I have been so overwhelmed with information out there about what I should be teaching my children I just couldn't take it all in so I just thought you know as a bare minimum try and get them to read a bit and the rest we'll just have to pick and choose as and when we do it and go and, and try and let things develop at their own pace because to keep that kind of level of expectation on you for seven weeks eight nine ten eleven weeks is is just unsustainable mm, i absolutely couldn't agree more and as i say i think there'll be a lot of people who find that useful because they haven't perhaps thought that way themselves yet but it will give them some permission i hope to, to be a bit easier on themselves because um, as you say we're, we're not at the end yet there's there's a few yeah. more weeks to go we don't know we don't know how long it will be and almost you know planning for that is I think a bit premature at the moment I think it's better we just sort of stay accepting that we don't know when it yeah. will be um, that's sometimes easier than expecting something and it not happening but yes I think a lot of people could learn from that that more relaxed approach that, that yeah. I can hear you've taken <laughs> yeah I try relaxed isn't often a word that's used with me but I'll I'll, t I'll take that today <laughs> really well obviously because we didn't know each other before it, to me it sounds like you're taking a very relaxed approach and maybe that's not your normal way but maybe that's the way you've decided to get through this <laughs> yeah yeah it's just what's got to work for everybody yeah yeah absolutely oh well thank you for that Charlotte it's been lovely to chat to you today Thanks for having me yeah Oh, you're very welcome. And I look forward to speaking to somebody else on the next Friday conversation. Thank you.